Hey, it's Scott Orner, Cruise Consulting, and thanks for joining us on Founders and Friends for another awesome podcast. Let's give a quick shout out to the Cruise Consulting accounting team. We're very fortunate. We have a ton of people at Cruise who work on the monthly books for our clients and get them all set up, due diligence ready, rocking every month, answering all the clients' questions, making all those adjustments. And there's no better moment for a founder and for us, really, when founder says, hey, I think I'm going to get a term sheet. Are my books ready for diligence? And we get to say, yes, they are. Fire away. Send them over. Give them access. That is a great feeling. It's the feeling that lets us know we've done a job very well done. And nothing is better than watching that cash hit the bank account. So if you are a venture-backed startup, you're going out to fundraise, maybe check us out. Check us out at cruiseconsulting.com. We love what we do. At taping here, I think we have 575 clients. Clients raise over a billion dollars this year. So we know what we're doing. And hopefully we can help you be successful in your fundraise. All right, let's get to the podcast. Thanks. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise from Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Orn. Welcome to Founders and Friends podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest, is Natalie Patterson of InGarden. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure to be here, and I'm excited to just give away so many golden nuggets to your listeners. I love it. Well, you're a celebrity in our house, so this is exciting. <laughs> um, maybe I, you tell everyone about InGarden and retrace your career a little bit, and, yes. and then I'll explain why you're a celebrity. <laughs> I already feel so special. Um, right. So in Garden, we are a D2C brand and we sell indoor hydroponic smart gardens for growing microgreens indoors. So my background is very much in the world of academia. I am a scientist at heart. And throughout my career, academic career, a big issue we faced in the world of food science specifically, which is my specialty, is what does the future of food look like? How will we sustainably feed a growing population expected to reach 9.1 billion by 2050? How will we not only sustainably, but also nutritionally, right, feed everybody? And so this movement has begun, and that is tech to table, i.e. technology to the table, right? how can we use tools, technology to improve our lives, make us healthier, happier individuals, whether it be on an industrial scale with indoor farming, hydroponic farming, right? That's a big movement. We can control parameters. We can give plants the exact nutrients they need, etc. But not only on an industrial scale, but on a home personal level, personal kind of you know, touch, how can we as individuals start making a difference, start taking steps forward to what the future of food needs to be and how can we be more sustainable with our actions? I love it. And so you were, you were an academic and then it sounds like you had a, a commercial idea. Yes. So my idea, um, definitely my idea for God and definitely stemmed from my passion for understanding health and wellness and the science behind it, but also my passion of, you know, as scientists, I think we get stereotype as, you know, 
the evil villains in lab white lab coats in movies and films <laughs> or we're just the geek you know who is really unsociable uh, <laughs> and so my thing was like the no, two big stereotypes are scientists and accountants it's like yes, you know okay. we're both highly stereotyped in the world yeah we can relate uh, then yes and so i just feel like i wanted to make a bigger difference with the like i wanted to have you know that relationship with the market with consumers today because i think even you can reflect on the global pandemic like i think there is a lot of controversy with scientific communication i think that we're we're not doing good enough as a field to really deliver value and so i hope with what we're doing with ingot and is one step closer for people realizing that technology isn't a bad thing and technology applied to food isn't a bad thing for example you know we all carry our iPhones around now you know my mom talks about the days where you had pages <laughs> you know maybe we were resistant to the idea of a smartphone carrying a laptop around with us but now it's like oh my god we like it is you know wallet keys phone and masks now i guess but you know yeah, these, yeah, it's yeah, an essential yeah. and i think that technology smart devices applied to the kitchen you know bringing um science back to the kitchen is what we need and so yes my interests and passions all combined together in the sense of okay we have a problem how do we nourish ourselves when we are busy individuals maybe we have kids maybe we have multiple jobs maybe we're working and in school like i was how do we have tools in our life that is going to make being healthier easier and that was kind of my vision and my passion and luckily i was able to you know combine these ideas and meet the right individuals and really make this vision a reality and so it's just ah like waking up that is a purpose that just fulfills my day every day I love it. Well, there's also one word that you didn't mention in that, which is why you're a celebrity in our house, which is fun, actually. You like in garden makes <laughs> science fun for our family. And I'll I want you to say exactly what you're doing, just then I'll set this. But like this is this is actually, I mean, my family, we have a, a young daughter. I haven't even gotten to the point with her where we're eating the, the, the greens yet and things like that right now. It's just purely fun. There's like not even, she's kind of too young to understand <laughs> science, but like there's, it's like, it's actually like you're, you're, you're introducing a whole group of people to something that's kind of like science and health being entertaining and interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think when we think of growing food, right, we're like, like, oh, my God, don't know how, not a green thumb, don't have the space, don't have the time, don't have the energy. Like thinking of adding another thing to our to-do list and responsibilities, I know that deters most of us. Like I know it deters me like, oh, another thing to do. No, like I don't want extra things to think about. So that was my vision. Okay, how can I create a system that is autonomous, that is hassle-free, that, you know, doesn't have soil and it stinks and it's messy, you know, that grows quickly, right? Your <laughs> microgreens grow in seven days. Each day, as you know, your daughter has noticed, each day you will see new growth. And that is exciting. If you have a low patience, then microgreens are for you because they're going to be fully growing in seven days. You get to enjoy them within a week, right? And, you know, even tomato plants or strawberries, some of the common things people might dabble in if they want to try indoor gardening, they take a good while, like even um, yeah. fresh herbs, they take, you know, maybe a month. And so 
you kind of forget about it you kind of you lose that motivation of trying something new and so that all of these kind of issues really were something I faced right like my background obviously everyone can hear um I grew up in New Zealand and England, so both, but my young childhood was in New Zealand. And we, like, my heritage is the Māori people of New Zealand. And we oh, have no a way. saying, awesome. which means food from my hands. So your connection to your food, your connection to the land is really valued down there. Like, it's it's a priority, right? Anytime you say New Zealand, I, I assume people think, oh, like nature wonderland. And that's truly what it is. But then in my adolescent <laughs> years, <laughs> we moved to central city London. And in London, oh it gosh, is that urban change. city. Yes, exactly. Right. It is that urban city lifestyle where you don't even have a balcony for the most part. So you are indoors. So kind of like I assume New York, you need to bring the outside inside. Um, And so these, you know, experiences I had from this passion of connecting with our food and, you know, the benefits of nature and how, what plants do for us as humans. And then the stark environment of the urban fast paced modern lifestyle. I was like, wait a minute. There is a crossroads between these two. And for me, in my head, that was in garden. <laughs> it makes total sense, especially, well, before we turn the mics on, I was telling you. So first of all, in garden, when you go to the website, you'll see that there's like kind of, I don't know how to describe it, the product, but it's like there's a tray with lighting yes. powered, or like lighting embedded yes. in it. And then you can grow tr- micro trays of greens and different varieties. Like I think we're growing three different ones. Right. And so I I told you, like we used to live in the city and we didn't really have much, we didn't really have a garden. And so my wife and daughter, when my daughter was very small, would kind of huddle over, like it it was a different kind of product. It was something different, but kind of had the same effect, which is like, it was a bonding moment for them and they'd be watching things grow. And so when I saw in garden, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is exactly what we need. And we're in a new house now and more space, but it has the same kind of family fun, family bonding effect. Mm. So like just for the audience out there, if you have a little kids, my, my, my daughter comes home from school every day. And one of the first things she does is she runs into the kitchen and looks at the in-garden tray to see <laughs> what's happening with the plants. And it's like a 10-minute uh... conversation and she loves it and she points at them and inevitably they're taller than they were yesterday. And so that's kind of what I mean by ha- having fun. It's like a, it's like a family bonding. Yeah. Thing. It's like a camp, almost like a, the equivalent of a, of a campfire, you know, we're sitting around it, looking at it, talking yeah. about it. Yeah. It's like, it's a family thing. And, and again, I, as I said, we haven't gotten to the eating part of it. I don't even think she knows mm-hmm. that we're going to eat them. Cause I haven't really said anything about it. We're just growing them. <laughs> Yeah, because like one thing you mentioned, the product itself, right? How to describe it. So I think that, you know, that old, old school saying a a picture is worth a thousand words. So I think, Mm. you know, obviously we can do our best to describe it, but I definitely know that seeing it is understanding or seeing it is believing in a sense. Right. But my goal was three things, a little alliteration about to come your way. So simple, (laughs) sleek and sophisticated. Simple design, right? Because it is very minimalistic, right? I don't like bulky things. I don't like, you know, plastic. Trying to be more sustainable as well. There's another S. There we go. (laughs) So 
in the sense of the material. The bowl is a ceramic bowl. I'm sure you've picked it up. It's quite heavy, right? It's like good quality ceramic material, not plastic, not metal. Um, the colors as well, very neutral colors, four different colors that you can choose from. We do come out with limited edition colors, but the main OG colors, right? We have four different ones. Then the, the rest of the material to hold the seed trays, that is stainless steel. Again, trying to be more conscious with our materials that we're choosing. And then the actual, you know, in garden itself, I always say like mine, I actually have three stacked up on a little shelf like you can oh. have it on your kitchen counter on your dining room table on your coffee table on a shelf like I have right in that sense because it's so sleek and like that was a real um that sleek sophistication was a real goal of mine design wise aesthetic wise because no one wants another bulky thing to take up space in the counter especially if you are living in a small apartment like like I am, like I, I generally joke about how like limited counter space I have. And so <laughs> I can't have some big plant taking up too much space. So that was a great point you touched on. Like, well, the actual, can I, can I jump um, in for one second? On, yeah. On the aesthetic part, you're absolutely right. Because my wife, Vanessa, uh, has definitely strong opinions about the way things need to look <laughs> and the way things, what goes in our kitchen or even our house. And actually, I had that exact thought when I was looking at the website. I was like, she's going to like this. This is actually like her style. <laughs> and and so I gave it to her for um, what did I give it? Was it Christmas? I think I gave it to her for Christmas. And she really liked it. And it's oh. been in our kitchen the whole time. And it hasn't, you know, because that, that's the kind of thing like if you got a gift that you didn't really love, you might put it in your kitchen for a couple of days and then it mysteriously gets moved, you know, if it doesn't yeah. look nice enough. But it's there, and you know we're recording this say. in happy mid January. Wife, happy life. <laughs> yes, exactly. But you're you're right about the aesthetic thing. Functionally, I've I've been dwelling on the function, but it looks cool. It's a, and it's and the lights thing is like a. I mean, give the website out real fast so people can just if they're listening to this, they can just go to the website. Yes, the website super simple. Uh, Ingarden.com. www.ingarden.com. Yeah, so you'll see like the the light say. is connected almost like to a holder, and so you can it's easy to move around and things like that. But yeah, you're you, yes, so I didn't yes. know that you designed it personally. That's really cool. Uh team effort. Teamwork team makes the dream work always. Yes, team that's effort. Very true. Um, and yes, the LED lighting system. That's another great thing. You don't need to consider the sun. You can put it anywhere in your house. You don't need to think about having your you know planter by a window or by the sun like anywhere in the house is where you can put it and again I did we all did our best to minimize how many things you would have to think about the only thing you have to think about is watering like making sure that it has enough water in the bowl which we advise once a week but I'm here in California so obviously a bit hotter so I have to make sure that it's maybe like twice a week grass it you know well there's another there's another fun so my my daughter gets the turkey baster out uh, and fills a cup of water and then turkey base the tray. Uh, so you, if you, if that you can wa- so what cute. we've kind of found is you can water as that. much as you want. Yeah. I'll take a yes. picture of it, but you yes. can water it. If it's, if you're looking for entertainment from a young, for a young one, you can actually water it like once a day and it's totally fine. It doesn't, it exactly. doesn't mess things exactly. up. Exactly. Yes. Whether you want to really be involved or not yet. Hey, it's Scott Orn and we're going to take a quick break from the podcast to give a shout out to the cruise tax team. 
gosh, it's a, it's so nice to have an in-house taxi. And I can't even tell you, uh, we have some really amazing professionals on the team. It's over, I think it's 13 people now. And we do everything from your federal state income tax return, state franchise tax filings, R&D tax credits. Those are pretty popular these days. And guess what? They're there for you when you go through diligence. A lot of people don't know this, but you actually go through tax diligence, not just operational kind of financial diligence, but you do go through tax diligence. So it's nice to have Vanessa Cruz on the phone with your VCs and with the accounting firm they hired to diligence all your stuff and the law firm they hired to diligence all your stuff. Vanessa knows what she's doing. She's done this a million times. And, uh, and not, it's not just Vanessa. We have a really great team of tax professionals that will do those calls too. It's, it's kind of sometimes the difference between getting around closed or having it take another two weeks because something was disorganized and the tax compliance wasn't done correctly. We hear those horror stories from clients that come to us. So, hey, if you want Cruz's tax team on your side, we're here for you. Check us out at cruiseconsulting.com. Thanks. Well, talk about, okay, so we talked about kind of the for, for us, it's like a family thing. But actually, when I was before we turned the mics on, you had a really interesting point about nutrition, which kind of blew me away. Do you mind sharing that with the audience? Yeah, I think I think another I realized a step back really quickly. Microgreens. What on earth are microgreens? Like what what are they? What are we talking about? So microgreens, super simple, super easy to understand is microgreens are simply the miniature versions, baby versions of vegetables and fruit and even grains that you actually know and love. Currently, we are only doing vegetable microgreens. For example, we have red cabbage microgreens. We have broccoli microgreens, arugula microgreens, kale microgreens, mustard microgreens, etc. So I'm sure we've all had broccoli at some point in our life. I'm sure we've all had maybe a kale or seen it at least, <laughs> some kale. Um, and that is a point. Microgreens are simply the underdeveloped versions of vegetables. So those vegetables I mentioned that you probably think of images pop in your head when I say those words, those we call them mature vegetables. And so what's cool about microgreens is another fun phrase, speaking of the word fun, is they, yes, they what they are technically is the miniature versions of fruits and vegetables, but a fun descriptor we like to say is that they are vegetable confetti because they are so cute and small and they really do like look like confetti uh, flying around in a sense. And so <laughs> they can truly elevate any savory dish, whether that be a breakfast, lunch or dinner, right? They can elevate that dish not only aesthetically, you know, making it more fun, but also nutritionally. And so what we you know, many of us don't understand about microgreens is that just because they're small, you know, we kind of undervalue them, but you know, they are small, but mighty. And what do I mean mighty? So I was kind of joking with you uh, before we started, like, as individuals listening, I assume very financially savvy with their money or learning or trying to understand it better, right? <laughs> So my perspective when it comes to nutrition is you want to think of yourself, what you are putting into your body as an investment. Your nutrition is also an investment into your health. Yeah. And your health is your wealth. At the end of the day, 
unless your health unless your body is functioning optimally for you your days aren't really going to go successfully are they thinking about nutrition as value how much value are you getting for the food that you're from the food that you're putting in your body and when it comes to microgreens you are getting a high value for your nutritional buck that you're spending by eating the food what do i mean by this take the same serving of let's say mature red cabbage. We've all seen it, circular vegetable cabbage, right? Mature red cabbage versus red cabbage microgreens. Same serving size, so equal thing you're getting for the money you're buying, right? But how much more value do you get from the microgreens? So something because of my scientific background, it's really important to validate my claims. So we actually we've done an entire nutritional analysis on ingotta microgreens. So to give you some numbers, those who love the numbers, let's take again, same serving size, red cabbage, mature, mature red cabbage versus red cabbage microgreens. So to list a couple nutrients microgreens, red cabbage microgreens provide you, I'm going to list four things, 230% more of your daily value for vitamin A. 88% more yeah, 88% more of your daily value for the mineral manganese. 150% more of the daily value for vitamin B9, which is folate. And then get this, you're going to, you might have a bit of a jaw drop at this one, but for phosphorus, an important mineral for, you know, bone health, teeth, for immunity, you name it, 2,150% more. (laughs) So I just told you from 230, 150, 88, and 2,150. So double digit, triple digit, quadruple digit percent more nutrients in the microgreens than the mature vegetables. So if you're paying the same amount of money, right, they're both vegetables, and you're going to get that much more value from the microgreens, it's a no brainer to me, like I'm going to spend the thing that's going to give me more nutritional, I'm going to eat the thing that's going to give me more nutritional value. (laughs) That's totally true. And it looks fun on your on your plate, which and it's so yeah, crazy. Is that because it's like a different genetic strain of the vegetable or something? Or what's yeah, what causes in, that? Like so interestingly, um I I use maybe maybe a better taboo uh kind of analogy, but the, the, the way I use the analogies, you know, think of humans. Think of young children full of life, you know, can fall over and get wrapped back up compared to say my 85 year old grandma who is more mature yeah. than the beautiful yeah. young child, right? In biology, often the younger thing is i.e. microgreens are less mature than regular old vegetables, yeah. the better it is. And in this sense, the better thing being the nutritional value. And so you can kind of think of it, the lifespan, right? In the sense of humans is obviously much longer than a plant's lifespan. But unfortunately, like when it comes to food, as soon as it's picked, as soon as it's cut, it does start losing that nutritional value. Does it mean you shouldn't still eat your va- regular vet? No, like we should all be eating more produce, fresh food. We, we know that we should all be doing a little bit more. But the point is, if we can get nutrients straight from the source, i.e. with microgreens that you're growing on your counter, there's nothing better. Like that is the best. That is the luxury, right? In the food world, nutrients straight from the source. You can't get any better than that. And, you know, as time goes on, when it's 
say grown on a farm then picked then has to be transported from the farm to the you know um shipping facility then to the supermarket you don't know how long the supermarket keeps it in the back of the of the store before it puts it on the shelf then you buy it you it sits in your fridge for a week before you (laughs) eat it and maybe you even forget about it and throw it away like waste of money contributing food waste it's all sorts of problems but the point is (laughs) the point is if you want to really like kind of tap into to the top notch with your with your nutrients that you're putting in your body straight from the source is where it's at and what you mentioned too in the sense of it's fun okay microgreens can be for that health enthusiast who's looking for that like next best thing they're already like oh yes very much into the game of health and wellness or it can be for the other side where you're just trying to do a little bit better you're just trying to get started maybe you don't like a big serving of vegetables but maybe it's your kids you're trying to get your kids to eat more vegetables the fact that you can eat a smaller serving size and still get the same or a little bit more nutritional um, value then it's a win-win right whatever side of the spectrum you are on microgreens can fit in your lifestyle which is exciting you know it's it's super exciting there's one more kind of thing i want to cover and we have to be respectful of your time here but I've I've often wondered is there like a energy or relaxation or just like a by seeing like greenery plants yeah. things like that growing in your house growing in your office does it give people does it make people happier does it give them more energy does it clean the oxygen better like what's the science behind <laughs> that like is the because I I yeah. feel like I walk by it and I'm like oh it like it's like a micro smile you know I get like a micro smile <laughs> yeah. Do other people have that? Like, what's what's going on? I'm gonna steal that. That's a good line. Eat your microgreens yeah. and get your micro yeah, yeah, smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Micro smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> so yes, great question. Actually, great full circle to what I was sharing with my own heritage and upbringing and connecting to your food and not only your food but the land or nature. And yes, it's you know for those of you who like what woo woo-ness did he just say what the heck like what on earth? what are you talking about scott like what have you been eating what do these microgreens contain <laughs> anyways yes there are legit scientific studies you read the scientific literature that confirm the relationship between plants and humans and that kind of medicinal effect that we can get whether it be increasing energy levels whether it be you know your focus your calm right I don't know if you've ever kind yeah. of like actually taken a walk outside and like taken a breath and looked up at the sky and like not on your phone, like looked up at the sky or a leaf on a tree or a flower. We have an innate relationship with nature. Like think of evolution. We evolved in this planet, right? This planet is filled of nature. And so psychologically there is a real effect by having plants in your house whether they be edible in the sense of microgreens or a a house plant right i think we've seen a rise of i know in california at least succulents are like the thing to have in your house yeah we have some of those (laughs) yeah yeah and like I liked what you mentioned about the oxygen too now that we're spending more time indoors um just due to virtual you know work life or social life at the moment it's 
it is a disadvantage to our health internally in the sense of getting that fresh oxygen. And that's what plants do for us. They, you know, take out the um, carbon dioxide in the air and they produce oxygen for us, which is wonderful. Another reason to have house plants. And I think like no matter what level you are on, whether you are an experienced, you know, green thumb or not, indoor gardening, whether it's in garden or just indoor gardening in general, today in today's world it's actually not difficult right we there are meant like many of us now do have that same vision of bringing technology to the table when it comes to plants and food and I think that it's now time to start taking action towards it because you that's your part of helping change the world for the better like answering the question of like oh my god how do we like fix the world fix earth like we're doomed no we're not like if we just take daily small actions whether it be you know investing in an in garden to save you know buying it from the store save on plastic save on wasting food as i mentioned like i think fresh herbs and things like microgreens are the things that we waste the most because they'll rot rather quickly and then we end up throwing them away or don't know how to use them in dishes or whatever it might be and I think like these challenges are now being addressed it's only up to us to actually take advantage of it especially when we think of ourselves at that investment you know analogy I gave like how can you get the most value out of the food you're putting in your body so I I love it there's also one I want to put a small plug in in that which I thought was very smart. You have a subscription option. So I, what I mm. did, we, I bought the first one, tried it out, make sure everyone liked it in our family. And now I have it. I went back to the website and just bought the monthly subscription. So we now get one every month, which is really cool. So it's kind of like exciting because it's like opening like a Christmas present or something like that. You're like, what am I going to get? <laughs> but I also don't have to think about it and I don't have to remember to go to the store to buy, you know, it's like, it's right there. Yes. So I think that's something that you've done yes. very, very well. Um, so I know we got to kind of get going here. So apologies, but maybe you could tell everyone like how to reach out, how to how to get we gave the website out, but maybe give it out again and and what they can do. Yes, yes, no, absolutely. Just really quickly touch on what you said about this subscription. I think sometimes these days we're a bit like afraid of the the subscription word, but when you think about it with your food, I I love the point you made. You don't have to think about buying your microgreens or timing your purchase either. Like. We time it. So in an eco pack, which is what you get in the mail, you have seven seed pads, right? Which you just place on the trays and then water them, as you mentioned. Seven seed pads. So we optimize it, right? Three per growth cycle. So you're growing for, like, think of a month, four weeks. Growing for a month, because again, they grow in seven days. And then you're eating for, you know, excuse me, growing, yeah, growing for a week, eating for a week, growing for a week, eating for a week here comes your subscription yeah growing for a week eating for a week growing so like it's like we kind of uh i suppose calculated this cycle in attempts to help everybody but on that note if you are interested in visualizing what are microgreens what is the in garden look like etc our website www.ingarden.com i-n-g-a-r-d-e-n.com we also have a 10% discount code for the amazing cruise listeners, which is K-R-U-Z-E, or as I would say, Z-E, but don't want to confuse anyone, and then 10. <laughs> so cruise 10. And um, as well, it. recipes, like 
I think, you know, stimulating your appetite is always a good way to encourage buying. So we also have recipes up there on our, through our blog, click the blog and you'll find delicious recipes to seeing, right. Seeing is believing and our social media too, that is in garden underscore com uh, for the Instagram. That's of course more aesthetic with all the visuals and videos and it's fun, right? So that's where you can find us. That's where I am always happy to chat answer questions as well because I think we can all like you know new year new you time to start using tools to make your health journey easier and it's fun I cannot stress that enough it's really fun entertaining and it looks cool when you and and as I would say for the people worried about this aesthetic Vanessa Vanessa Cruz approves <laughs> so thank you so much <laughs> Natalie really appreciate your time you're doing something super cool and I'm so grateful that you could come on the podcast thank you Ah, oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Scott. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Old. Scotty.